It's my podcast and I'll pod if I want to. What? I, I don't even understand that. Oh, hey, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. How are you? I'm doing great, James. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great, too. Thank you. You always kind of like you, you end everything up. You do this kind of thing. That's what we do as announcers. Oh, yeah. It's kind of an announcer kind of thing you do, isn't it? That's right, James. And I notice also whenever you talk, you, you, put, your, you put your hand up to your ear. That's like, like um, Gary Owens did that. That's true, too, James. What it does is it allows me to hear myself even better. Oh, so you create almost like a little, like a, like a headphone there by, now you don't, you don't stick your fingers in your ears, but you put them kind of up around it. You cup it around it and you put your one finger kind of in there and it, it allows you to hear yourself better. Is that exactly what you're doing there? That's exactly right, James. Good for you. Okay. Let me, let me try it. Let me see if it changes my voice. Hello. I'm a big announcer guy. It doesn't work for me. That's because your voice isn't as big as mine. That's all right. You just be you and I'll be me. Ah, you're so nice. Hey, could you uh, introduce the show? That's why I'm here. Give me a little music. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Talking to myself, here he is, the guy with the voice that doesn't sound as big as mine, even though I'm him, James Arnold Taylor. Ooh, I like the. Uh, I kind of like it. That was big. Yeah, I was just having fun with it. You, you, you are. You're a fun guy, aren't you? I try to be, James. All right, you go have fun. I'm gonna do the podcast. You have your fun with your podcast, and I'll go listen in the other room and laugh along. Oh, thanks. It's nice. He's a fan. Hey, welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Talking to myself. Uh, that was uh, Mr. Announcer Guy. He announces the show for me. And he's a nice guy. And I am James Arnold Taylor. I'm a voice actor. I, I got to tell you, I love this podcasting stuff. I'm so excited. You know, uh, by the time this one is out, it all will have been figured out, the whole thing. People were asking at first, is it on Spotify? Is it on the Android app? Is it on these? Yes. Would you, I, I, so I go through Libsyn and Rob Walsh over at Libsyn. What a tremendously nice man and uh, so gracious to help me out with all of this. And they've got some great uh, videos on YouTube that help you understand all of it. Thanks to everybody for helping me get the podcast up and running. So it should be on. You should be able to listen to it on your Androids and all the other little apps and things now and hear it. I hope so. I don't have an Android. I have an Apple uh, iPhone. As I've mentioned before, I'm all kind of Apple here. And I don't imagine Apple's going to be uh, sponsoring the show anytime soon. And again, I'm not knocking Apple, but you know what, Apple, you got to calm down. That's that's all I'm saying. You guys just calm down with the updates and everything. And uh, you know, my computer is about four years old now, so they're like, "Oh, that's a dinosaur." Like if I brought that in, they'd be like, oh, "We wouldn't even know how to fix that. It's so old. We don't make parts for that anymore." It's not like a '57 Chevy, guys. I mean, come on. Should be the same technology. Anyways, welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Oh, what fun it is to do this. You know, it is kind of the holidays and stuff right now. Uh, it is, uh, right now, it is November 7th. This won't be out probably for quite a few weeks. It'll probably, it might even be December by the time you're hearing this. I re I'm recording them in advance. You know why? Because I don't really talk about anything that is like timely. <laughs> that makes me sound like, you know, just, uh, I'm, I try to keep it evergreen. 
So if you're listening to this in the year 2018, great. If you're listening to this in the year 2025, great, right? That's, I mean, that's the point. I mean, I'll be much older, but well, I won't be that much older, but I'll be older and you'll be older too. But not if you're listening in 2025, you'll be as old as you are in 2025 when you're listening to it, but you won't be older than you are now. You'll be younger, actually, now if it's 2025. It's very... Great Scott, Marty! There's something wrong with the space-time continuum! Oh, wait a second, Doc. Oh, wait. Now we've hijacked James Arnold Taylor's podcast. Whoa. Whoa, this is heavy. Wait, has nothing to do with it, Marty. There's a little uh, Back to the Future for you. You know, um... Yeah, that's kind of mean. That's what happened. See, when I was a kid, I grew up watching movies and TV shows. And I would just listen to voices and I would, I would tune into the voices and the characters and the faces and the expressions and all that. And I just love doing voices. Since I was four years old, I knew I wanted to be a voice actor. And so I just started studying voices and doing voices and practicing voices and trying voices. Is there a key to it? No, you just have to kind of try it, have fun with it. Do I get every voice right the first time? No, I have to work on it. Um, some voices come more naturally than others, but others I, I work on and I really try to get them right. So that is what I do as a voice actor. Interesting. I taught a class last night on voiceover at the Don LaFontaine voiceover lab. Now the uh, Don LaFontaine voiceover lab, Don LaFontaine was uh, the greatest movie trailer promo voice of all time. Don was uh, a mensch. He was a, a lovely man and uh, did so much for voiceover and the industry and all of that. And so, you know, in a world, the big announcer, you know, coming soon. That, that was, Don really was like the guy that really created a whole niche out of that, you know, and uh, God bless him. So uh, his dearest friend in the world, Paul Pape, and all these other wonderful voice actors, Joseph Briano, and just, I mean, so many wonderful people came together, created the Don LaFontaine voiceover lab. And I am a, a, a board member. I sit on the board. That always sounds weird. It looks like I'm sitting on a board, <laughs> like a like a, a plywood. I sit on a on a wood board. No, I sit on on the board of the uh, voiceover lab. And so, what one of the things I do is I teach classes every once in a while. And you can actually see one of the classes I taught on my YouTube channel. Look at me. I am just plugging everything I do. Go to my uh, YouTube channel. In fact, you could be listening to this podcast on my YouTube channel because it's on there. But uh, if so, there's one where I teach a class at the uh, voiceover lab, and you can see that. And that's a lot of fun. So check out the videos on my YouTube channel if you have not already. There's a lot of fun stuff there about voiceover, about Final Fantasy, about Ratchet & Clank, about Star Wars, about positive thinking, uh, funny things like my uh, my stage show, my full stage show. You can watch various versions of it. You can watch a movie. that I just posted a movie called The Comedy Team of Pete and James, which is a, a mockumentary movie that I did uh, years and years ago, almost 20 years ago, and put it up there recently just so people could see it. And uh, it's just a lot of fun things. So there you go. Uh, welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day. And if you're not, I hope that by the end of this, you're having a better day. Ah, look at that. Why? Well, because I want to be here to make you laugh. When I was a kid, I was kind of the uh, entertainer of the family. And when things were crazy and down or, or hectic or whatever, I would entertain. I would put on little shows. I would, I would listen to, I had uh, my Sesame Street albums when I was really little. And there was um, stuff on there that now Frank Oz, who is a, a friend of mine, well, you know, I can say that, which just blows me away. Luckiest guy in the world to say that. Um, I would listen to the, uh, the albums that he and Jim Henson and all these wonderful people put together. And I would create little shows that I would perform in my living room for uh, my, uh, my mom and my brother and sister. And at the end of the day, I would put on little shows. Because sometimes when you're an entertainer, it's just, you, you, that's what you do. You got to do it. Kind of like with this podcast. 
you just have to kind of do things. You just have to go for it. And so if you're an entertainer and you love entertaining and you love to just go for it, figure it out, figure out some way to get that energy out, that artistry out of you. Okay. That's what you do. That's what you do as an entertainer. All right. Uh, what can we expect on this podcast today? I have no idea. Oh, look at that. That's how I roll. That's how I do this podcast. All the voices are me. Everything you hear, it's all me, except for when I play little clips from interviews and then I specifically say, oh, this is a clip from an interview and all that. And I'll play a clip from an interview at some point later on in the show, but I don't know what that's going to be yet. You know why? Because I'm putting it together right now. I'm making it up as I go along. That's how I do the James Arnold Taylor podcast, talking to myself. And I hope you like it. I hope you do. There were characters I introduced recently. Franklin, my agent, Franklin. He's one of my agents. I have many agents. My real life agent is Dean Panaro, but I'm not going to do a voice of Dean because that would be weird because Dean's just a regular guy and a great guy and a nice guy. And I don't want, you know, but Franklin is my podcast agent, right? He's the one that, that does all this. So Franklin, if I call up Franklin on the phone, uh, he would be on the phone. Hang on. I call up Franklin and I might <clears throat> get his son, Brian, would answer the phone. Let's see who will answer. I don't know. Hello, darling. Oh, he's Franklin. It's, it's you. Yes, of course it's me. Who else would it be? Well, I thought maybe it would be your, your son, Brian. Oh, Brian. No, no, we don't let him near the phone. Well, he was on the phone before. What? Nothing. Never mind. Okay. So, um, anyway, how did you know it was me? Hello, it's in the year 2018 caller ID. Oh, caller ID? Yeah, okay. You know, I'm one of those people that's always surprised still when people do that. They go, hey, James. And I'm like, what? It's magic. How did they know? You're not very smart. No, hey. I'm kidding, darling. I'm kidding. <laughs> I get so excited, I toot. All right. Well, you got to stop doing that. Anyways, uh, I was just calling. I was just telling people about how I do uh, the various characters on the show. Uh, you're on the podcast. I'm on the podcast. You're on the podcast. What? You're on the podcast right now. No, no, no. What? No, you have to do. Okay. Oh, you don't want to hear yourself on the podcast. You don't want to be on the. You do it. I don't want to. My voice sounds funny. Right. We've already been through this routine, and uh, so we're now we're just repeating material. Well, you don't want to repeat material. I I can't even understand you now. What? I, I gotta go. Bye bye. Okay. So um, that's that's Franklin, my agent, <laughs> and uh, but there was a character I did when I worked in radio that um, would call in. So I was a morning show producer. So I would produce the morning show routines and the bits and the comedy stuff and everything. A lot of fun. And I, uh, one time, so I was working with my old writing partner, Pete Hansen, and Pete was the uh, morning show DJ. And so I would call in and we did this bit called a radio miracle. And so he would just say, you know, call as somebody. And I would just make up characters on the fly. I would just make them up. And so one time we did this bit called a radio miracle and uh, the radio miracle was he would say, I'm going to perform a miracle with my mind over the radio waves. So he said, I need somebody to call me from a, a billiard hall. And so uh, Franklin, I don't know, Franklin, um, I, I called him. I, I just, you know, so I was in the other production room. He was in the studio where they were recording the on air and I'm in the production room, which was my office. And I get on the phone there and he patches it in. Cause that's how it's all wired up. Right. Just like here uh, on the podcast. And he doesn't know who I'm going to be. I, he just knows that I'm going to be a character calling from a billiard, uh, hall, you know, pool, pool hall. Right. So I call up and I don't really know what I'm going to do until he answers. I have no idea. That's kind of just how it works for me with characters sometimes when I make up my own characters. So he answers the phone, you know, and the station was KTYD. It was K-Tide to say, hi, K-Tide. Uh, who's this? You're calling from a billiard, uh, billiard hall? And I did this character 
named Ferris. I came up with the name Ferris, and Ferris sounded like, like, well, let's call Ferris. Okay, so we call. Hey, man, this is Billiard Zone. Who's this? Hey, Ferris. Hey, man, is that James? Yeah, how'd you, how did you know? Call her ID, man. Come on, get with it. All right, right, right. Ferris, I'm I'm doing my podcast, and I wanted to let all the people know about you. I was telling them about you and this you know, how you're this this wonderful kind of character that came in and came on the air, and I never really knew what was going to come out of my mouth until it just happened, and and there you were. That's how you were born, Ferris. Yeah, man, I was uh, I was born back in the '90s when you were doing radio. I know I sound like I've been around a lot longer than that, but yeah, man, that's my thing. So I just uh, you know I'm from the billiard zone. The Billiard Zone, that's your pool hall, right? It's out, out in Carpinteria, California. Yeah, man, the Billiard Zone. Come on out, visit us, play, shoot some pool, play some games. You know, we got a lot of fun. Oh, that's great, Ferris. Okay, so uh, the Billiard Zone, and uh, do you remember we performed a radio miracle over the air? Do you remember this? Yeah, man, I remember somehow the DJ just uh, moved the, the balls on the pool table with his mind. That's right. He said, I'm going to perform a radio miracle. So set up, rack up some balls at a pool uh, pool table there and get the phone near it. All right, man. I'll do it again for you. All right. Great. So now I'm going to, well, see, now I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi, so maybe I'd be using the force. I don't know. I'm going to use the force and I'm going to make those those balls on the table break. Right? Just like, like as though I was there with a pool cue and breaking the balls. You ready? Yeah, man, I don't think he'd do it, but go ahead. Oh, man. Oh, man. How'd, hey, how'd you, how'd you do that, man? Who, who's in my pool hall? Who's messing around in my pool hall, man? That's great. You see, I did it with my mind. I, I, I'm, I'm magic, Ferris. Isn't that amazing? That's fantastic, man. I don't know how you did that. That is, that is nuts. All right, Ferris. So, Ferris, you sound like a very kind of wise individual. You were always so on the radio show when I would do Ferris. Ferris was always this guy that kind of had, always had kind of like uh, remember remember in uh, and this was way before the movie came out. But the, the Big Lebowski and uh, Sam Elliott, you know, is it? It's a the dude abides. Remember that? Yeah, man, I love that guy. Well, of course you do. He's kind of like you. But but to be fair to me, I was doing this before. I like I didn't copy Sam Elliott. Now, Sam Elliott has been around forever doing that. But I wasn't copying Sam Elliott when I created the character of Ferris because this was before the movie The Big Lebowski had even come out. Yeah, man, that's right. You were, uh, you were ahead of your time, bro. Yeah, thanks. So anyways, whenever the DJ or I needed uh, some advice, we would call up Ferris. And Ferris just always was kind of like this, you know, very kind of zen kind of guy that just always had the right, you know, hey, Ferris, I'm having a bad day. You know what, man? You don't need to worry about that stuff. Here's what you do. You go on outside, you get yourself some fresh air, you breathe, you take it all in, you see that life is a gift and it's beautiful. And you just take that in, man. And you just, you love life for all it's worth. Okay, brother? See that's and then you just feel better when you've talked to Ferris. So Ferris is going to call. You're going to you're going to call in from time to time here on the on the uh, James Arnold Taylor podcast. Yeah, man. Whatever you need me, I'm here. All right, buddy. Okay. You're you're kind of like a you're like a wise old cowboy. You are. You're like the guy in the Big Lebowski. You know. Yeah, man. The dude abides. Okay. Well, thank you, Ferris. I appreciate the time. Uh, you have a you have a great uh, day there uh, shooting pool. I'll, I'll have to come down and shoot some pool with you later. Okay. All right, man. Don't 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 do that anymore, though, with your brain, man. Don't 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 break up the pool balls with it with your mind anymore. Here, it freaks me out. 
<laughs> okay. All right. We'll see you later, Ferris. Dude. See you, dude. So that's that's Ferris. That was a character, like I said, I did on the radio. And, uh, and I did many different characters on the radio. And so I'll bring some of them in to here on the podcast because I think it's kind of fun. Uh, they're just fun. And um, so w- y- some of you may be wondering, so like, how do you do this then? You're doing the phone call. No, when I have these conversations with myself on the show, I am just switching back and forth. You're hearing all this in real time. There's no like editing. I'm not recording me and then recording him. I don't script any of this. I make it up as I go and I switch the voice on the fly. And what I have is I have a separate microphone set up here for the phone calls. So it's just below my other mic and I I set it up. Uh, I'll, I'll probably do some video ones of this at some point. You know, see, that's what happened. I mean, I had a whole... <laughs> I had a whole YouTube channel where I was making videos and everything and everybody kept going, these are so great. They should be a podcast. Now I'm making it all a podcast and I know what people are going to start to say. You should video the podcast. So <laughs> it's like, come on. Anyways, um, so what I do is I have a separate microphone that is more EQ'd for uh, sounding like a phone and then I put it through a processor and it, uh, so it sounds like I'm on the phone. So if I'm calling James, if I want to just go, oh, let me just call me. I'll call me. So uh, I dial up James and wait for the ring. Hello? Hey, James, it's me. Hey, James, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I mean, well, I'm you, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'm good, so I guess you're good, right? I mean, yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Well, of course. Okay. Um, anything else? No, I was just telling him how I put you on the phone, and it's me, and at the same time, and we're talking. Oh, yeah, okay. That's great. Okay, see you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. You hang up. No, 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 you hang up. All right, I'm hanging up. All right. So anyway, so that's how I do it. I, uh, that's how I have my conversations there. But when somebody comes into the studio, uh, you know, now I am I giving too much away? Should I just kind of, it, maybe I'm giving too much away. Maybe I need to just kind of do the show and let the things happen and let the characters happen and let them come in. You know, we haven't had Billy the intern in in a while though. Um, I've sent him off uh, doing things, uh, doing some research. I don't even know what it is. I, I make up research. I say, hey, get me some research on the North Pole because I need to do some stuff there for a holiday episode. And Billy comes in. Billy, Billy. Yes, yes. hello, James. Yes, very good to have you on the show. I mean, well, for me to be on your show because I wouldn't have you on my show because it's not actually my show and I don't actually have a podcast yet. But uh, Billy, 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 slow down. Slow down, Bubba. Did you just call me Bubba? Yeah, <laughs> I did call you Bubba. Maybe that's your new nickname. Billy Bubba. Well, I guess it kind of makes sense for me to be Billy and Bubba and Bubba and Billy and Billy because of these and both of them starting. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Just relax, Bubba. Okay. Anyways, uh, Billy, did you get me that information on the North Pole? Yes. Oh, as a matter, oh, as a matter of fact, oh, there's quite a bit of information there. And um, you know, I mean, but you, you have a computer right here. You could just kind of Google this stuff. No, I know I could. Okay. But I just, I needed to give you an assignment or something because... But does that, does that pertain to voiceover? It doesn't pertain to voiceover at all. But you know, that's what I really, I want to be a voice actor someday. I know, I know, I know you do. And, uh, but you're interning for me. And so I just am having you do random tasks for no real good reason. Oh, I see. Okay, well, that's good. I guess that builds character. You're a positive young man. That's what I love about you, Billy. Well, thank you. Oh, you're waiting for me to call you Bubba, aren't you? Yeah, I was, I was hoping maybe because I kind of like that you gave me a new nickname. All right, Bubba, you go get some more information. Now get me on the uh, South Pole, okay? Okay, I'm going to get that South Pole. See, there you go. Billy. You can ask Billy anything. He just uh, He's just eager to please. He's, uh, he's a, a nice young man. 
And uh, you know what? Hey, you know what I'm noticing on the podcast? You know what people are always uh, already cluing into, and I'm getting all over on the social media, and I love it. People are uh, people love uh, Hank and the way Hank <laughs> does his mic check with the. Uh, oh, let me just bring him in. Hey, hey Hank, Hank. What? Yeah. Hey, Hank, step up to the microphone over there. What do you want me to go? Yeah. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, all right, all right. Stop it. Hello, hello. Is this microphone like that? Pa, pa, pa. Would you stop that? It's, come on. It's one thing to do the hello, 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 but then you start popping your plosive peas on the microphone. And- yeah, people like it. You know what you're going to do. Oh, so you've been reading the social media. Yeah, I seen it in social media. People like me on the show, and they want me. They want more. They want more Hank, and they're all writing hello, 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 hello. That's my thing. That's gonna be my license plate. Hello, 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 hello. I don't think you can make that a license plate. What do you mean? Because you get like seven letters on a license plate. Yeah, so I just put hello, hello, hello. Well, you can't do that. I mean, H E L L O is hello, right? Yeah. So that leaves you like two letters. You can't say hello, huh? Hello, he. It'll be hello, he. That's what it'll be. What do you mean, hello, he? Hello, he does. That's not what I say. I know, but I'm saying if you want a personalized license plate, you can't put hello, 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 hello. It's not going to fit. You're crazy, James. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll just put H A J J J J J J. People know exactly what that means. They go, hey, that's Hank. And oh, look at that. Hank and hello start with the same letter. You just are figuring that out now? Yeah, I think that's pretty great. Hello, hello, Hank, 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 Hank. Hello, 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 hello. Would you stop? Hello, 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 hello. Why didn't you know what's weird is that you stop once I'm talking. Hello, 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 hello. But if I talk, hello, hello, then you stop. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, so I should just talk all the time, and then you can't say it. Well, that's not nice at all. All right, Hank. Hey, people love you, Hank. I love you. You're my buddy. But you don't know what you're doing as far as being an engineer. Yeah, all right, James. Whatever. I'm going to go eat an onion sandwich. All right. Put some extra onions on it for me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Onion sandwich. I'm going to make you one, too. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh. Okay. Fun time here on the podcast at the uh, James Arnold Taylor Studios. I I had a... Um, if you go on my YouTube channel, you'll notice that I had a video studio. Uh, two different ones that I built out and you can watch me building the studios. You can see the time-lapse photography of me putting together the first studio and then the second studio where I shot uh, Clone Wars Conversations and all these shows uh, for my YouTube channel. And I built that out and I did that and I had it for a couple years. I had those. And then, um, you know what I realized is they're really expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, So and I have a beautiful recording studio here at home. So, um, I figure, well, I'll just record the things from here and save myself uh, a lot of money. Um, But uh, I enjoy recording the things for YouTube. I do, shooting the stuff and all. But boy, is this podcasting stuff much easier uh, because it's just audio. And I like that I can create all sorts of different stories and things just in your mind. mind. That's right. One man can create anything with his voice and your mind. I don't know what that means. Okay, so, uh, hey, you know, I, I'm, I want to bring in phone calls and stuff. I've talked about doing phone calls and things with y'all. However, 
let me say this. If you call in, if we start doing live calls, and there's some logistics I have to still juggle. I'm going to be doing it uh, using uh, the uh, program that I use, IPDTL. They have a, a beta testing thing. Now they've been gracious enough to give me a phone number, so I have a phone number so people can actually call in. But I have to figure out it to where we do it at a time because I don't necessarily know if I want to do it live, but maybe set up a thing on my uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that and say, hey, I'm going to be recording an episode of my podcast from this time to this time and call in the phone lines will be open from that time and do that. And that will be allowing you all to then call in and talk on the phone. But if you call in on the show, first off, uh, only clean stuff. If you curse or are a jerk, you're getting cut off and you're not, you wouldn't be on the show. Uh, so don't, don't cuss or anything. Cause it's all clean. It's all clean here on the Jat show. Family friendly. I click that little clean button on the, uh, Libsyn thing when I'm filling out all the forms and I stick to it. But uh, anyways, also though, you got to know what you're going to ask me. And here's, here's a little advice. Don't call up and just go, Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hello, James. Uh, I love your show. I'm just wondering what's your favorite uh, character? Because you know what? I've answered that question a thousand times. And eh, I mean, come on. So if you're going to call and ask me a question and I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk here. I'm just saying, really think about what, what would you really want to ask me? Or what do you want to just talk to me about? You don't even need to ask me something. You could want to talk to me about something, you see? So you could say, what inspires you when you want to write and stuff? Do you listen to music when you write? I listen to classical music. That's a good question. I do. I listen to classical music uh, when I write. But uh, other than that, no, I don't want to hear words when I'm writing because then that's confusing. Yeah, I understand that. So, you know, I mean, you could ask, okay, I should say goodbye. Hang on. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks. You, you know, I mean, you can ask me questions, but just ask me questions that, uh, that you think, or, or just talk to me about stuff that's interesting. That isn't just the same question that, you know, how do you get into voiceover? Or uh, how, do you, how do you get into voiceover? Yeah, don't ask me that. Or, um. What's your favorite episode of Clone Wars? Don't ask me that because I've, I've, all those, you know what, those, I've answered those so many times and it, that's just kind of like a cheap shot. That's like, you know, now I understand people get nervous. They get on and they might get nervous. Ooh, there's a good character. I could create a nervous guy that calls. Um, well, Ben from California was kind of like that. I created this character, Ben from California that was on, uh, uh, the force cast and then rebel force radio and stuff. And, uh, and there you go. And he was fun and funny, but I, I keep him to those shows. I'm not going to put him on this show. I don't think, but maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Anyways. So, um, if you're going to call and ask me a question, make sure it's a, it's an interesting question, an intriguing question. And we do questions on the uh, emails. I've been getting some emails uh, that now specifically because we have it, the podcast is out. People are listening to the podcast and they're then sending me uh, questions on my email thing. In fact, uh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. Could you tell them about how to uh, get in touch with the email and the things and all that on the, my web? You know what I mean, right? I certainly do. I speak idiot. What? I certainly do. I speak mumbly guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. That's a good one. All right. Uh, let him know how to get on the thing. All right. Let me speak regular English then. If you would like to submit a question to James Arnold Taylor on his website, go to www.jamesarnoldtaylor.com. Click on the Jet Show link, then go down and scroll to choose a topic. At that point, choose James Arnold Taylor Podcast, The Jetcast. Then type in your question, submit, and spingo. I love it when you say spingo. Thank you. Spingo. You did it again. Yes, and if you keep interrupting, I'll have to keep saying it. Oops, sorry. <laughs>
Spingo! Your question is submitted and then we'll look at it and see if it's appropriate to read on the air for the James Arnold Taylor podcast, Talking to Myself. Thanks, Mr. Announcer Guy. You got it, Spingo. I'm going to... Oh, you brought back the mumbling joke as a little, like, callback joke. That's funny. (laughs) Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, you can send questions and stuff, but yeah, when we do the phone calls, uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, that's going to be happening, uh, in, in the, in the near future. Okay. In the near future. So, um, I don't know if you can hear it. My neighbor's gardener is, uh, out there blowing stuff. We've had some people in the, uh, street down, down below ours. Ours is up on a kind of a hill and then there's down below. And I think they're putting a pool in or something. So every morning this jackhammer has been waking us up. That's nice. Isn't that nice? That's great. Uh, again, you're just getting little bits and pieces of my life in, in here as well. So what's happening with the podcast? Well, I've been, uh, I, so I, I listen back to them because I want to make sure that it's all okay. And it, it encoded right. And you know, it plays back and I, I play them for my family then. And so I'm playing them for, um, my, uh, my wife and my daughter today. And they're listening and hearing about me talking about them and stuff. And they smile and it's nice while we're eating lunch and they listen to a little, my daughter has favorite characters. Her favorite character is the announcer guy. In fact, oh yeah, I don't know if I, I, I shall. Hey, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. You're so fast when you come in. You just come in so quick. Yes, I'm very, very fast. Anyways, oh, I just want to let you know that my daughter, Lydia. Yes. You're her favorite character on the show. Oh, well, now I'm blushing. Thank you, Lydia. Oh, well, thank you. I'm going to go now. All right. And um, my wife likes Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. She thinks he's pretty great. So who's my favorite character? I, I like all of you. Oh, wasn't that nice? No, I do. I'm appreciative of all of you that listen to the show. And I uh, just uh, thank you for your questions and your comments and your support of the, the podcast. How can you help the podcast? Spread the word, man. Tell people about it. Get it out there. Wouldn't it be wonderful if, if everybody in the world listened to the James Arnold Taylor podcast? And then... World peace. Yes. That's right. Okay. Oh, that's a different announcer guy. We could have a couple, like the announcer guy's brother. He's this guy. He comes on and he's very, let me tell you a story. And then like Mr. Announcer Guy's older brother. He's a guy that comes in and talks like this. Well, you know what, James? I'm going to tell you a little story. Oh, I like him. He's sweet. But all of the announcer guys are sweet. Anyways, uh, so that's what's going on there. So I play it for them and we listen to it. Oh, right. So my daughter, she gets up to go and she says, BRB. Do you know what? I mean, so my daughter's 13. And what I'm noticing is all these kids, they talk in initials. Everything's so BRB, be right back. Right now. Okay. I, I'm sure most of you are going, yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah. Well, because BRB, be right back. Is there any difference? <laughs> There's no difference in saying be right back. BRB. It, it takes the same amount of time, you see. So, but then you say BRB. And then I go, what? Um, uh, what? And then she has to come back and say BRB. And I go, well, no, 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 no. I don't understand. What, what, what did you say? I said BRB. Okay, now it starts getting this kind of like mumbly talk, like I was doing earlier with the announcer guy. You said BRB? No, I said BRB. Oh, BRB. Not OBRB, but B, letter B, letter R, letter B. BRB? Yes. What does that mean? Be right back. Well, then why didn't you just say be right back? Oh, daddy. And then she walks off. BRB. Ah, these kids. I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, whatever. 
there you go. I guess I was like that. I wasn't, but you know, I'll say that. That'll make her feel better. Um, we had, uh, it was uh, Halloween not too long ago. We don't, uh, you know, people go, oh, you know, you celebrate the Halloween and everything. Well, here's what it is. For us, and if you follow me on uh, social media, you would probably know this. That was the day my daughter was adopted. So it's, it's adoption day for us on Halloween. So it's uh, kind of a big celebration of her being adopted and us becoming a family. So we, uh, she still dresses up and everything. And I dress up uh, sometimes. We dress up sometimes. One, one of the first years we lived in our neighborhood where we're at now, I had just gotten back from Star Wars weekends and where they had done a, uh, I had a, an entire, uh, these outfits they made for me. I had a, a stormtrooper costume, an official Star Wars Disney stormtrooper costume made for me. Now, if you know me, I'm five foot four and about 120 pounds. I'm, I'm, I'm a slight guy, as you would say. So to make a stormtrooper, now most stormtroopers are, I think, like anywhere from 5'10 to 6 feet. Well, maybe like 5'10, right? All, all you uh, garrison folks, you can tell me. Like, generally speaking, stormtroopers are maybe 5'6 to 5 to 6 foot tall. Maybe I'm guessing within that range. So 5'6 um, is probably even too short. But I am, I am, I am a little short for a stormtrooper. And that was kind of the joke that we did in the show. So what we did is we had a stormtrooper outfit made for Star Wars weekends when we were doing the Disney uh, Rebels show. There was a, so at Star Wars weekends, it was this big event celebrating Star Wars. We would do it for four weeks, uh, sometimes five weeks every year at uh, Hollywood Studios in Orlando, Florida at Disney World. And I was the host of this event and it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful event. Pretend I said wonderful a lot more. And so the last year, we had these uh, these stormtroopers come out and Ezra and it was uh, Sabine and Ezra kind of like ditched them and all of this, right? And so I'm one of the stormtroopers and I fooled the other stormtroopers to send them in the wrong direction. And then I take off my helmet and reveal, ah, and now your host, James Arnold Taylor. You know, Tom Kane would come on and say that. And, um, and then they would, aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper and all of that? So anyway, so I have, I have a full stormtrooper outfit, official real deal stormtrooper outfit made for me. And they, I mean, it, it was tough. They had to like make it, you know, because it went to fit me anyways. So I had it. So one year for Halloween, I, you know, adoption day, as we call it, it's really adoption day for us. We've never been big Halloween celebrators. And, um, so, uh, I decide to wear this outfit. And walk around the neighborhood with her. Now I have the whole like, uh, yeah, you know, the little speaker thing that I talk into and everything. So my mouth, you know, my voice, and I'm and I'm doing the stormtrooper thing. Uh, yeah, uh, we're uh, Roger. We're gonna go down over here and look for some candy. You know, over. You know that kind of thing. So all the kids in the neighborhood are stopping me because they want pictures with the stormtrooper and everything, and everybody loves it. And we're walking. Now we have a, a lovely neighborhood, a lot of hills, and we walk about eh, three miles when all is said and done. So this is where I applaud all of you in the 501st. I walked three miles in that thing, never taken off the helmet, never, do, you know, just, and I was beat coming up the hill to our house at the end. So there you go. Uh, my hat goes off to all of you. Do you all know what the 501st is? I hope you do. Uh, if you are Star Wars fans, I'm sure you know what the 501st is uh, or the Rebel Legion or uh, the Mando Mercs, or any of these groups. They are all cosplayers that make amazing costumes and do amazing charity work. And this is, again, goes back to my love for George Lucas and what he's created with it and what he allowed to be. He allowed the fans to really 
own uh, a portion of Star Wars in that, in that they they created these garrisons of um, you know troopers and such that would dress up and they go around and they're all over the world. And many of you are listening are part of them. And to that, I am humbled to be an honorary member of all of these groups. Well, I'm not a Mando Merc. I've been not been made a uh, member of the Mandalorian Mercs, he said, hoping that somebody listening from the Mandalorian Mercs will make him one now. Um, but <laughs> since Obi-Wan did wear the red Mandalorian armor in uh, uh, the last uh, season of the Clone Wars. Anyways, um, so no, um, but I am a Rebel Legion and 501st and all these, and I love all of that. They do tremendous work. And they go to hospitals, they do charity events, they help raise money uh, for various things and various people and various needs. And they are all just lovers of Star Wars. And they are very creative people that do very cool creative costumings of various characters. So if you don't know about the the 501st or any of these other wonderful um, cosplaying garrisons uh, and groups of Star Wars fans, look them up and uh, support support them because they're uh, they're great folks. And there you go. So there's a little Star Wars talk for you. And what if we answer... Well, you know, we were talking about the viewer uh, mail stuff. Let's let's answer a little of that. Uh, cue that music. I say cue, cue the music, but it's always me that cues the music. Oh, but I maybe I should make a character. Should I make a new character? I'll make a new character that's the, uh, the music guy. Uh, let's call him, uh, again, top of my head, Jerry. Jerry, the music man. Hey, uh, Jerry. Yeah, James. I'm Jerry, the music man. You are. You, you, that's exactly how I pictured you'd be. Thank you. I just hit the cue for the music for Ask Jet. That's right. The Ask Jet music. I like it. Do you uh, write, compose the music? <laughs> no, I don't, James. I just cue it up. It's in a little machine over there on the hard drive. We hit the ring-a-dingy pew and uh, cue the mew. Cue the mew. Cue the mew. You're kind of like my daughter. You talk in kind of like uh, rhymy kind of uh, weird kind of slang stuff, huh? That's right, James. And you've got like an old sound to you, you know, like a like a 40s kind of radio announcer kind of sound to you. I like that. Well, thank you very much, Jake. Now you're calling me Jake. Everything's Jake with me, Jake. Okay, now we're developing your character. I like it. Well, thanks for hitting the music there, uh, Jerry. Jerry the Music Man. Alrighty, Jake. We'll see you later. Okay. I like him. He's good. So uh, let's take a look at uh, some mail and answer some questions. We got uh, we got some for the Jack cast. Grant Corbett, Grant Corbett, from the United States. Hey James, I've been a big fan of your work starting at Johnny Test when I was about eleven, and I was working my way through other shows like Drawn Together, ooh, and The Clone Wars. All right, well into my mid twenties. Wow. Uh, so you were starting when you were eleven, and now you're already into your mid twenties. Wow. My question is, what is your favorite type of voice work to do? Honestly, that's different than what I was saying before of like, you know, what's your favorite character? What's your favorite episode? It's different characters on shows, promos for Fox or video games, etc. Keep up the amazing work. Grant Corbett. That's a great question. Grant Corbett, because it is, it's a nice spin on what's your favorite, because generally speaking, I tell people what I don't have a favorite. I love what I'm doing, whatever I'm doing, however I'm doing, whenever I'm doing it. So it's, you know, that's kind of my answer on that, but not really. The truth is I love doing characters on shows like this um, and certain shows. I had a great, uh, there was an episode of a, or not episode, there was a TV show I did last year called Billy Dilly's uh, Super Subterraneatania. Uh, Billy Dilly's Subterraneatania. And I was Count Retcher. 
Count Racha, and Count Racha had a voice that sounded like this. Oh, Billy Dilly, I will get you with my sludge machine. It was a very fun, weird, wild show. And I think all of you should check it out if you can find it. Disney put it out, and I think Disney kind of went, what were we thinking? We've lost our minds. This is a crazy show. Because it, it, it was weird, man. It was out there. It should have been. You know, Billy Dilly, I think, would have done better on Fox Sunday nights. It was esoteric and just wild and really well done. The writers of that show were so great. The creators and writers of the show were such good people, so great, loved all of it. And I wish that show would come back in some other form. Disney, if you're listening, you missed out. You should have done more Billy Dilly. It was a fun show. Um, but anyway, so I love doing characters like Count Retro on shows like that, where I get to do kind of a character voice, you know? I love that. But promos for Fox, that's a, that's a Grant's question. Um, what is your favorite type of voice work to do? Characters on shows, promos for Fox, video games, etc. The promo work I do for Fox, I have done for 18 years now. And I have to tell you what, folks, it is some of my favorite work I do. It really is. Why? Well, several reasons. One is the people that I work with at Fox uh, in the effort. So I do the voice of Sunday nights on Fox. It's an all new Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons, all coming up next on Fox. I have done that voice uh, for, like I say, 18 years for them and really, really love it and love all the people, love the work. I do it for my home studio every time, unless I'm in the neighborhood and I drive out to them. If I'm there, when I started 18 years ago, I used to go there every day and do it. And it was like a daily occurrence and I loved it. I loved driving out onto the lot. I was on the Fox lot and you drive out there and there's, they've got the big mural painted on some of the stage walls there of uh, uh, Mark Hamill and uh, uh, David Prowse fighting, you know, see, I say that because they're my friends, uh, but I mean, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader fighting in, uh, in Empire Strikes Back. There's a big painted mural of them up on on one of the stage walls and it's great and simpsons are painted up there and all this stuff is the fox lot is wonderful they shoot a lot of shows in there and um love love visiting a lot but i do uh the fox work now for my home studio pretty much all the time we patch in on the isdn line and uh, if you don't know about that look up some of my youtube ones again see look at that i'm selling my youtube channel uh, go check it out on my YouTube channel and see what we do there, okay? But I love the promo work for Fox. It, I I do think it's probably my favorite work that I do. Um, I love doing animation work. I do. But uh, the promo work is just, just fun and fast, and uh, the turnaround is so quick, and there's no NDAs, and it's so I just love it. And the people that I work with are just great, wonderful people. So, uh, video games, uh, you know what? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Video games is some of my um, least favorite work. Why? Not because of the people. People are, I love working with Insomniac and Square and, uh, you know, Insomniac and Square. <laughs> no. uh, whoever I'm doing games for. I, I, I don't voice a lot of video games. But video games are very strenuous and they're also very kind of like you're just in the room, just you, just the director, and you're just kind of just barreling through hundreds of lines of dialogue and then screaming and yelling and dying and uh, getting hurt and all that. If you watch my stage show, in fact, I think I did a video of it uh, on my channel where you can see a day in the life of a voice actor and what it's like doing video game work and stuff. Uh, you can see that I put a little segment together on my stage show called Talking to Myself. Not to be confused with talking to myself, the podcast, and I, I show you what it's like in a video game session. It's, it's, a, it's very strenuous. It is, and it's, but it's, it's fun. It's not as much fun as uh, cartoon work or uh, promo work 
or even commercial work. So uh, there you go. But And now I hope I've not now made all the video game people that listen to this going, yeah, I'm not going to hire him anymore. No, 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 no. I love all of you. I love all that you do. I love that you hire me. Um, but that work, I feel, especially because video games are trying to uh, kind of compete with movies and TV and stuff, I feel they should do it more the way we do TV shows. And uh, we should all track together and just have fun. I think it'd be more fun. Anyways, that's, but I understand why they do it the way they do where we're all single because uh, efficiency, it's, it's more efficient to do it that way. It saves them money and I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. All right, whatever. So I've said my piece. That's it. Uh, uh, Grant Corbett, thank you. That's a great question. Moving on. Uh, oh, okay. Um, let's see. Okay, I'm going to take one from my friend Jonathan Mertz. Jonathan has a podcast. Jonathan is a very talented uh, voice uh, actor and uh, performer and has his own uh, podcast. Check that out. I've actually, I've been, I've been a guest on his podcast before. And uh, so there you go. But he sent me a question here. It says, uh, Jonathan says, first, love this new podcast. Production quality is top notch. Thank you, my friend. I've had several interactions over the years and I had the pleasure of interviewing you a few times. That's what I just, I was just talking about that. Look at that. I've learned on you. I've leaned on you for advice from time to time. And I'm very thankful because you are a person who loves to pay it forward. It is true. I do love to pay it forward, Jonathan. I do love to uh, always do that. Your aspirations inspire me and I want the people to know your inspirations and lessons. So with that said, here are my questions. He has two questions. In your career, what was the best advice you were ever given? And then he has a follow-up question. In your personal life, what was the best advice you were ever given to date? Um, wow. You know, I think that Reggie, don't well, Reginald, don't call me Reggie, uh, should have asked a question like this because this is deep, Jonathan. It's a deep. Uh, let me, let me, in fact, let me uh, call in Reggie. Hey, uh, Reg, Reggie, uh, Reginald, Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. I know, but that's what I see. I say, Reggie, don't call Reginald, don't call me Reggie. I always want to say, Reggie, don't call me Reginald, but it's, no, you're not funny at all. Well, I think I'm kind of funny and people kind of think I'm funny. Just what? What did you want? I wasn't ready for you. I was having a little tea and scone. You were. So you do have tea. See, the other day when I was asking about tea on the other podcast, you were saying like, why would I have tea? I don't believe I've ever gone to you. Well, you just did now. What? What? What do you want? Okay, so Jonathan Mertz, I'm doing I'm doing the Ask Jat segment, which is not to be confused with Get to Know Jat. They're kind of similar. Yes. Uh, but uh, so a uh, listener, Jonathan Mertz, who's also a friend of mine there, uh, he asked a question. Listen to this question, uh, Reggie, Re- Reginald. In your career, what was the best advice you were ever given? And then a follow-up question. In your personal life, what was the best advice you were ever given? Those are quite good. I thought so. Right, so what's your answer? You know, the uh, answer is... <laughs> I'm laughing because even though it's a great question, both are great questions, I can honestly not think of, I can't think of any, anybody's advice that they've ever given me that's like stuck with me. No, I don't mean it to sound like that, but it actually touches on, on a, on a, a, a note in my life. I, I am, I am a mentor to many, but have never been mentored, uh, have never been mentored by anybody. I've never had a mentor. I've, I've tried to have mentors, uh, but I don't really have someone uh, like that, that uh, mentors me. And I never, I never knew my father and I never really had any good father figures um, around. 
that doesn't mean that a woman couldn't give me good advice. And I'm sure uh, that uh, my wife has probably given me wonderful advice before. But in my career, what was the best advice I was ever given? I, I don't, you know, Jonathan, I don't know. Um, right. I don't mean to interrupt, but can I go back to my tea and scones? Yes. Yes, you can. Reginald, don't call me Reggie. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Pip-pip. Cheerio. Ta-ta. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Okay, I like that. Anyways, um, yeah, Jonathan, you know what? What's the best advice I was ever given? Don't stick your tongue on a frozen pole. No, that's from the movie Christmas Story. Um, don't, uh... Don't cut the bagel towards your neck. No. Um, I don't, I don't know what, I, I don't think anybody's ever really given. See, again, I, I never really had these uh, kind of mentory kind of folks. So um, the best advice I get is in, uh, is in the Bible, <laughs> you know, again, there he goes with his religion again. No, no, uh, it's, I'm not trying to be religious, uh, but I will tell you the best advice I ever get is the stuff I read in the book of Proverbs or Ecclesiastes, um, and that's the stuff I take. Um, I really honestly don't know how to answer that question. Oh, uh, so, uh, so I'm sorry, best, uh, best advice I've ever been given, be the best person you can be, uh, do it to your best ability, always be friendly, always be happy, always know that someone else might be going through something and you don't realize it at the time, so don't ever just take for granted the fact that, uh, people are just happy or don't 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 ever don't ever just uh, assume with anybody and don't just get mad at them because they're being rude or whatever because you never know what type of day somebody's having and that was never given to me by anybody but that was certainly uh advice that i've given myself the show is talking to myself i that i don't want that to sound pompous i don't want that to come off like i uh i don't listen to other people i do i do listen to people uh, i try to take advice wherever i can but nobody's ever then said, James, come here. Let me let me give you some wise counsel. They haven't. Uh, and so there you go. So uh, I, the best advice I have, I'm going to I'm going to change your question a little, Jonathan. Best advice I have is, is that always just do your best to love everybody, even your enemies. And um, and just know that everybody's going through their own thing. And if you are a positive light to them, that will rub off on them. And if it doesn't, they won't be around you probably much longer. And, uh, you know, and that's all you can hope for is that it does rub off on them. So there you go. Uh, I, eh, <laughs> I don't feel like I really answered the question the right way. And I don't, I'm not now leaving you with these wonderful like snippets of just, you know, sound bites of advice that were given to me that now have created who I am and how I am. But well, there you go. That's it. Uh, let's see. One last one. Last one. Uh, let's get, uh, uh, Chris Tom from the United States says, I was watching an episode where you did Fred Flintstone and you talked about doing voice, low voice exercises and warm-ups. Can you please share those or your exercise warm-ups in general? I've been a pro VO for six years now and I'm booked a lot for my lower voice, but it's not always consistent when I can get in that range especially in the afternoons thank you so much for your time i appreciate you and what you do peace and blessings thank you chris tom t-h-o-m is the uh, spelling there on the last name tom which uh, one of my best friends in the world uh, is last name or his first name is tom and he spells it t-h-o-m not tom wilson that's another one of my i have many friends named tom 
And although Chris is the one that asked me the question, you're not Tom, but your last name is Tom. So there you go. That's why I'm going off on a tangent about your name. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yes, this on my YouTube channel, you can see uh, where I voice Fred Flintstone for a commercial at one point. And I talk about Fred Flintstone and I do the low voice and I do the big Fred Flintstone voice and stuff, which, you know, um, again, when people see me, a lot of times they don't guess that that voice would come out of me. So this fella, Chris, uh, is saying uh, he's, he's been doing VO for six years and he does a lot with his lower voice, but it's not always consistent to get into that range, especially in the afternoons. Yes. Yes, indeed. You know, it's the afternoon right now as I'm talking <clears throat> and <clears throat> you hear me? <clears throat> I'm <clears throat> doing this a lot because my voice is a little hazy right now. And there are tricks that I have because I could be sitting here right now and bling, a little uh, text could come in from my wife saying, or my agent, one of the two saying, uh, Fox needs you at you know, three o'clock today. And that would mean I'd have a short amount of time to get my voice ready to do Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons, coming up next on Fox. Now, see, you hear it right there. It's fine. It's 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 okay. But it's not it's not perfect. It's not. There's a little. You can hear the little uh, kind of. I've done some uh, stuff on my YouTube channel on the uh, the chat drives and stuff where I've talked about this. There's some other videos in my uh, channel there where you can see where I do vocal warm ups and stuff, Chris. But here's the one thing I will say to you. And give you a little tricks. These are some of my tricks. Now, people, don't go. You know, hurting yourselves doing this stuff. First off, one of them is uh, a, a thing I learned from Gary Katona, who is a very talented voice vocal coach. And I recommend you look up GaryKatona.com. C-A-T-O-N-A, Katona. Um, he's a paisan. He's an Italian. Um, and he's a wonderful man and a, a wonderful uh, vocal coach and teacher. And one of the exercises I do that always is helpful is, uh, I'm going to do it right now, but you can't really see. You can see me on the videos do some of them uh, if you watch some of those old videos. I do this. Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm pulling from my diaphragm and I'm making an O kind of O sound with my, with my mouth. And I'm, I'm just pulling from the diaphragm. And what I'm doing is I'm kind of, I'm, I'm smacking those muscles there. I'm getting those muscles strong and, and I might do some scales like that for a while. Then the other thing I'm going to do is this. You've seen me do this on the videos too. I do this. I make a face with my scrunch, my nose up and I go, and I do that as long as that, and it vibrates up in your nose. And what that does is it helps break loose all of the sinus stuff. The reason why in the afternoons your voice is getting like that is it because you've been talking a lot for one, but also if you've been eating or drinking stuff, then it gets more phlegmy, phlegmy. Uh, the sinus gets more, you know, kind of activated. And uh, so you start getting more of that goop, as we call it. That's a technical term, goop. Uh, and, <laughs> and so it starts giving you more of that rattle, <clears throat> which is uh, you can hear right now. So what do I do about it, Chris? This is a long answer to your question, but I think most of you people listening to this show that want to be voice actors and stuff are interested in what I'm talking about right now. So there you go. So I'm going to continue blathering on. What I do is a couple things. 
One you can do is you can get some uh, Thayer's vocal uh, dry mouth spray, which um, uh, Thayer's, uh, I'm, I'm, so Thayer's, T-H-A-Y-E-R-S. They've been making stuff forever. They make their slippery elm lozenges and stuff. You can get some of their lozenges, um, something like that. I also use these other uh, lozenges that are uh, a, a little uh, brown sugar and honey and lemon uh, and the, with a little uh, eucalyptus in them. The eucalyptus is great. If you can get a eucalyptus lozenge, okay, even a Ricola, you know, okay. Um, if you can get a eucalyptus type lozenge and suck on that for a few minutes, then, 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 as long as you don't have any allergies to this stuff, okay, because I'm not a doctor and I'm not, you know, a specialist and don't go taking my advice and hurting yourself and then saying, James Arnold Taylor, you know, but here's what I do. I get a lemon. I get some apple cider vinegar and I get some cayenne and I, and I take a shot glass and I squeeze uh, about a quarter of that cup of that shot glass, lemon juice, pure straight up lemon juice. Then I take a, a, a cap full of apple cider vinegar and just bloop, a little, you know, like a little cap full into that shot glass. Now that glass is about, you know, halfway to three quarters full. And then I put a little water, just a touch of water, like a thimble of water in there. I mean, you know, I fill it. What I do is, here's what I do. I fill it up kind of the rest of the way to a normal size shot, right? With the, the water. So you just, bloop, you know, that's another like quarter maybe of, of water, another capful. Then I take cayenne, cayenne, fresh cayenne, and I put it in there on top and I sprinkle it pretty good. I do a pretty decent amount of it, you know, like a good couple of five shakes of cayenne into that, you know, from the little uh, dispenser. And then if I know I have a session, I wait, I wait. So I do the lozenge about uh, 10 minutes before the session. And then about five minutes before the session, I shoot that mix that concoction and you could put a little honey in it too you could i i don't i go straight up man i go straight for the hard stuff there lemon apple cider vinegar and cayenne and i whoop, i shoot that down wow you let it kind of hit the back of your throat and up into your sinuses and everything and what it does is it boom it clears up and opens up your sinus and then you do your vocal and you hum and you talk and you do this the whole time before the session starts you mm, 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 ooh. <laughs> for a podcast this is kind of weird because you can't see me you don't know what i'm doing here but i'm making faces and stuff so i do that and then I, mm, mm, and when you do this after you've done the shot of all that stuff it really helps clear out your sinus and then you Ah, mm, woo, ah, mm, and you yeah, and you will have a a uh, fuller, clearer, deeper sound um, that is your normal, you know, waking up. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Kind of voice. Uh, that's what I do, and that helps me. But here's the biggest thing I do, and if you're, if, you know, is I say a prayer. <laughs> I really do, and I got to tell you what, I can do all that stuff, and I don't pray. It doesn't work as well. I'm just telling you. 
That's what works for me. First things first, I say a prayer. Lord, thank you for this work that I'm about to do. I am so grateful for it. I thank you. I want to do my best. I want to give my best to the people that are hiring me. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to be able to make my living talking on a microphone and doing this work. So thank you, Lord, for this and my vocal cords and the ability in my body. Let me care for it and take good care of it now. So will you please bless my voice before I do this session? And then... Also bless the, uh, the, the tricks and the things that I take in and, and the warm-ups that I do, Lord, uh, as I prepare my voice now for this. And that's what I do. And every time, uh, the Lord is good and does not fail me. And so, and if I don't pray, it's not always there. I'm, I'm just telling you the God's honest truth. So uh, there you go, uh, Chris, Tom. Thank you so much for your uh, question. And I hope I uh, uh, answered it properly for you. I hope that works for you. But again, don't hurt yourselves, okay? I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing anything. I'm just telling you what works. If you're, you know, if you're allergic to cayenne or something, my gosh, don't do it. So, uh, all right. I think that's all the time we have for the questions. But boy, thank you for everybody's questions. And if you want to do one, you can, um, hey, let's have one of the other announcer guys come in. Hey, how about uh, Mr. Announcer Guy's older brother come in? Yes. Hello, James. Hi, Mr. Announcer Guy's older brother. How are you? I'm doing great. Hey, could you explain how people send an email to me uh, to be on the show? Well, sure. Let me tell you a little story. If you'd like to send James Arnold Taylor a question to Talking to Myself, the podcast, well, then just head on over to his website, jamesarnoldtaylor.com. Click in the upper right-hand corner that says Jet Show. Click on that link and then go down and choose a topic. Make sure it's the first one, James Arnold Taylor, the podcast, the JetCast. Click on that topic and then type away your question. Hey, make sure you put what country you're from so James can know and talk about that too. All right, there you go, James. Thank you. It's you know it's like an old country road, man, talking to you. That's that's uh, very nice, sir. Um, uh, what? what oh, by the way, what is your name? Will you just call me Charlton? Charlton. I like Charlton. Okay, Charlton. Thank you so much. You just have yourself a wonderful day sitting. Uh, I imagine he's going to go sit on a porch somewhere and rock rock in his rocking chair and whittle something. Okay, so that's what you do if you want to uh, send me an email. Hey, we haven't done a, um, a segment where I play a, a piece from one of the interviews I've done of people in a long time. Should I do that? How about another one from Frank Oz? Uh, about one of his other characters. Let's do that. Let's uh, let's play that little. Se- so this is from. Uh, I again. I sat down with Frank Oz uh, few, back in 2015, and I got a three-part interview. Three days. I interviewed him three different days for uh, an hour each, and I talked to him about various things in his career. And this. Um, and so I went through and I had him talk about each different character. And well, of course, we talked about Yoda and everything too. But what about uh, what about someone like? Roll the clip, James. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. Cookie Monster. Mm. Well, Cookie Monster was 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 never. There's only there's a one particular bit on Sesame Street where he became Cookie Monster. Okay. He really was just kind of a monster that ate anything, ate ukuleles, ate chairs, <laughs> ate food, anything. So he, uh, there was one bit that John Stone. I don't know if you know John, but John essentially was the father of Sesame Street, hmm. and John was the writer and director. Uh, but John or Jeff Moss wrote a piece, I forgot who, uh, and after Cookie or the Monster was on for a few months, this bit came up where he was a contestant on a quiz show, 
and he won. And he had a choice between a Hawaiian vacation and $10,000 in cash or a cookie. <laughs> and he took the cookie. <laughs> and from that point on, he became the cookie monster. And, and cookie is very sensuous in the sense that he doesn't think that much. He just grabs, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, the great thing about him is life would be so easy for all of us if only one thing pleased us. And that's all it is. One thing pleases Cookie is a cookie. That's it. It'd be so simple. We're complex beings. Not Cookie. He just wants a cookie. Yeah. Look to the cookie. Well, I hope you find that enjoyable, right? That Frank Oz, one of the nicest, um, most talented people I've ever known. And uh, that's a little clip from my time with him at uh, Star Wars Weekends back in 2015. Fun time. It's fun. You know, I don't know if you guys like this. I feel like most people like uh, hearing some of the interviews and stuff that I do. And that's the only time I'm not talking to myself in the show, but I'm talking to uh, somebody else. And it's from a clip uh, because I've interviewed so many different people and I've I've had a very blessed career to do that. Hey, you know uh, what I'm going to be doing soon here? Well, I'm going to do this tomorrow, although this you know, the, the timings of things. And when I record stuff is all different because I record these at different times and stuff tomorrow, I'm going to go on to Butch Hartman's podcast and it's uh, called speech bubble. Do you know about Butch Hartman? I think you probably do because I was looking, Butch has like almost a million subscribers to his YouTube channel. Isn't that amazing? And then he's got like a 40 some odd thousand subscribers to speech bubble, the, the podcast channel. And uh, I mean, just amazing. So Butch Hartman, of course, is the creator of fairly odd parents and, uh, uh, uh tough puppy. And it, for me personally, uh, the spinoff to fairly odd parents was crash nebula, but he also a uh, Danny phantom and uh, he's created many shows and is a wonderfully talented man and a, and a brother in Christ. He's a, a fellow Christian and I'm going to be on his podcast tomorrow. So I'm getting ready for that. So that's exciting. I'm going to do that. Him and Jace Deal. Uh, I, I think uh, I'm pronouncing Jace's last name. Deal? I believe that's... Uh, it almost sounds like Jake Steele, doesn't it? That's an exciting... That'd be a good name for uh, somebody. Jake Steele. I'm Jake Steele. No, it's Jace Deal. J-A-C-E. Uh, and so uh, they have a podcast. Uh, well, it's Butch's podcast and Jace is on there for him and with him and all that. So I'm going to go on that tomorrow. We're going to talk about stuff. And that should be fun. Because I, you know what I found out? If you like my podcast, you should listen to Butch's because we are very like-minded. And we've known each other for decades in this business and have not worked together a lot. We worked on, like I say, Crash Nebula, which was a failed spinoff of the Fairly Odd Parents that I was going to be the star of. Um, <laughs> which is a shame because I thought it was great. Many of you have seen it before. Have you ever seen uh, the uh, Crash Nebula episode of the Fairly Odd Parents? That was me. And um, he, he made two shows, two pilots for Nickelodeon at the time. One was Danny Phantom and one was Crash Nebula. And I think you know which one ended up taking off and being a hit. (sighs) So anyways, uh, I'm going to go on his podcast tomorrow. If you've not listened to it, which I'd be surprised because I I have a a small amount of you wonderful folks listening to my show compared to the massive amounts of people that uh, Butch has on his podcasts and his... um, his uh, YouTube channel, almost a million subscribers. I can't even fathom that. I'm I'm not envious. I'm I'm very happy for him. But boy, I, see, I'm going to have to ask him tomorrow. What's the trick? Because I cannot seem to get anybody to listen to my uh, stuff outside of all of you. A uh, couple of wonderful people. There's like ten of you, I think, right? And I love you dearly. 
<laughs> no, what's the deal? You know, I don't know. I don't know how to break the uh, the big uh, uh, social media bubble. I really don't. All of my listeners, all my followers, all of you folks that are listening, you're wonderful people. And I don't know how you found me, but you found me somehow. And I don't know how to make more people find me and do that. But I'm sure there's tricks and stuff and you can pay people and you can buy followers and you can do all that. I've never done any of that. But, um, you know, I just I just would love if more people listened to the podcast and were a part of our little thing, because I think you and me, we've got something good going on here. And uh, I think it's really special and wonderful. And I'm so grateful for all of you that do listen to the show. And I'm so uh, grateful that, you know, and you never know, maybe next year at this time, it'll be a much different thing. A lot of people will be listening and I'll have sponsors and I'll actually um, be able to commit more time to this. I got to tell you this. If in my perfect world, in James's perfect in in James's perfect world, that's uh, that's Mr. Announcer Guy's younger other brother, right? In James Arnold Taylor's perfect world, I would have, um, I would still have my voiceover career, but here's what I would do most of the time: I would podcast like almost every day. I would just do like a because it's like radio, as I've mentioned, and I would just sit here and talk to you guys and take live phone calls, and I would just help you all out and just be um just be a big brother, just be a big brother mentor kind of guy. That's where I want to do my Gilbert Godfrey. I would just be kind of a big brother kind of mashed into a, a big mashy kind of paste. And then you mush it together into a James Arnold Taylor mentory thing. I don't know. Just kind of fun. Sometimes it's fun to do Gilbert Godfrey. It is. I don't know if Gilbert Godfrey feels the same way. Hey, have you seen there's a uh, there's a documentary about Gilbert Gottfried that I watched, I think on Hulu. Yeah, I don't think it was Netflix. I think it was Hulu. And I don't think it was Amazon. I think it was Hulu. Those are the only three I have. Well, no, that's not true. I have, oh, this is a whole other thing. I should bring uh, Reginald, don't call me Reggie in. Um, hey, hey, Reggie, Reginald. It's Reginald. Yeah, I know. I said, I corrected myself. What, what do you want? Hey, ask me. This is a, this is a get to know Jat. This is a good get to know Jat. Okay. I'm supposed to come up with the questions for Get to Know Jack. I know, I know, I know, but this is good. Ask me what's on my Apple TV. Right. What's on your Apple TV? Can I go now? Yeah, yes. Right, right, right. All right, I'm gone. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, uh, great. Thank you uh, for asking. Since he's gone, I'm going to call him Reggie. I heard that. Sorry. Sorry, Reginald. Uh, yeah, so uh, on my Apple TV, what kind of apps do I have? What do I stream? Because, you know, I think I've mentioned this before on here that I pulled the plug. I cut the cable. I cut the cord or whatever on cable. I don't have satellite or, or cable at all. I just have an Apple TV and I watch uh, stuff on that. I have Netflix. I have Hulu. I have Crackle, which, you know, I think Crackle's free. And there's really, I've never watched Crackle really much. Um, for a while there, I was watching Crackle because Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee was on it. And then it left and went to Netflix. And now there's really no need to watch Crackle. Sorry, Crackle. You guys got to up your game. Uh, Amazon Prime. I've got the Amazon uh, one and I watched that. And I've got Stars on there. I've got the HBO one. Uh, simply for... Uh, there was a show. What was I watching on, on that? Well, I like their documentaries. I do like their documentaries. And there was, um, there was a show on there that I was watching that I got the HBO one for. I don't remember what. No. So that tells you how wonderful it was. Oh, well, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, I, I watch that on there too sometimes. But, um, I have, uh, I have, here's the one I love. It's called Brit Box. I think I've talked about this before. Brit Box, right? And, um, 
pip pip cheerio Britbox. Yes, I was. Uh, yeah, I was talking about this. Um, so uh, Britbox is a great app because it has all these wonderful shows from uh, BBC, and I watch. Um, I watch. Uh, would I lie to you? Which I talked about before, and I watch. Um, oh, and I watch this one show. It's called Mum. It's very funny. M U M Mum. It's very sweet, very funny. Uh, and uh, the thing I love about it is it's a comedy and it's all shot in one location every time they never leave the house. Brilliant the way they do it. And the whole episode is always about them going somewhere else and and then they leave. And But it's, yeah, it's very funny. Uh, I watch one of my favorite all-time shows in the world. This is where uh, people are going to go, really? Wow. You know, I mean, well, you probably don't even know it. It's called As Time Goes By. And it's starring Judy Dench and Jeffrey Palmer. And it was done, I believe, in the 90s. Yes, 1992-ish or so is when it's... And then it went into the 2000s. It is one of the most charming. It's a British romantic sitcom. And uh, it's not crude or crass or anything. It's sweet and lovely and wonderful and so doggone funny. Uh, as time goes by, you can find it on DVD. It's hard to find anyplace else, but it is on BritBox, and it's the reason I got BritBox to begin with. So, uh, yeah, I have the BritBox. I've got that. I've got the PBS app. I watch stuff on PBS. Uh, I've got uh, what other apps do I watch? I've got the Bible app, and there I watch the um, I watch videos on there from the Bible Project guys, and I love the Bible Project. They make even okay. Look, look, okay. If you are somebody that is like, I don't even, I don't, I'm, I'm atheist or I'm a, whatever, I'm, uh, I, I'm another religion, uh, whatever, James, with your Bible stuff, check out the Bible Project because this is without any, like, they're not trying to push anything. They simply explain the books of the Bible. So if you go to the Bible Project uh, YouTube channel and watch their videos, their free videos, you watch them, and all they do is explain the the books of the bible they're really wonderful they've got a great um they've got a great podcast as well and stuff but their videos and they're clever and they're really neat the artwork that they do and they're really wonderful they're a great teaching source they're a resource but if you've ever just kind of wondered well what is the bible about or what is the book of this about or that about or job or samuel or genesis or leviticus or exodus or the new testament what what are all these about these videos tell you all about it, and they're really neat, and they're really um, informational. They're not uh, pushing an agenda, and they're just informative. So you might find them enjoyable. There you go. All right. Uh, I, I've gone so completely far off a tangent that I don't even understand what I'm talking about anymore. No. Um, I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. We've had a lot of fun today. Hey, we've we've introduced a lot of fun characters in today's episode, too. And uh, we had um, uh, uh, Jerry, the music guy, and Ferris, and the announcer, uh, the announcer guy's brothers, and uh, boy, just all sorts of stuff happening here. It's very exciting, isn't it? Franklin was on the show. Uh, the, the people asking me questions, so all sorts of things. So I hope you've enjoyed the James Arnold Taylor podcast. I hope you continue to enjoy it. I hope you... Uh, continue to uh, spread the word. How can you help the James Arnold Taylor podcast? Spread the word. Write a review. Okay. And thumbs up it and uh, just talk it up and spread the word and get people to uh, do it. So there you go. All right, everybody. I thank you so much for joining me here at the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. 
you know what I'm going to say, don't you? I sure do. So just go ahead and do it then. All right. Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc. Recorded at Jet Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking Myself, the podcast, copyright 2018, all rights reserved. And that is how it's done. Well done, Mr. Announcer Guy. Thank you kindly. Bye-bye. I wonder if people wait to hear me say it every time at the end of the show when I say, Bye-bye.